We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, we are doing some more head coaching updates. Again, feels like forever, Cody. Uh, it's been, what, pretty much a month now since the Indianapolis Colts have been searching for their new head coach. And here we are still wait, awaiting news that the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts has been announced. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think it's right around four weeks now. I think we're entering week four, and it's just dragged on, man. It's just been like crazy, and you just still don't have an idea who the top candidates are. I mean, we can guess, and we can have an idea, but like we don't know for sure, and uh, we don't even know. We might have to wait a whole, wait a whole another week. <laughs> we don't know yet, um, but yeah, hopefully we're kind of coming to the end here. It definitely seems like there's some updates here that hopefully can give a little bit more clarity on kind of the direction the Colts are going. But yeah, it's been a slog, man. And, you know, it seems like we're talking about the same topic because there's not a whole lot to talk about right now when it comes to the Colts. And it all kind of hinges on the head coaching search and who the Colts end up hiring so we can start talking about other things like personnel and stuff of that you know nature and assistant coaches and things like that. Uh, but right now we can't. Um, and it just kind of sucks. It's kind of in a weird time for content um, where – you know, that's, that's the thing we're waiting on right now, and there's not a whole lot else to say. Um, so really, any news around the coaching candidates is big news at this point. So Pretty that's kind of where we're at, man. It's kind of the nature of the beast right now. And it's mainly just speculation. You know, we're trying to dissect any news that we can get at this point. And basically, there's a couple of different things like that that we can touch on that we didn't really discuss earlier in the week and weren't able to get to over the weekend because we were both kind of busy do, doing stuff. So we just had to um, deal with it. But here we are. Uh, Shane Steichen's interview was Saturday. The Colts talked with him. We kind of wondered if the Colts would even offer him the job that Saturday when they hired him. But now uh, the Colts have to wait until next Monday in order to be able to even make that announcement. If that is indeed the person that they want to hire uh, Cody at this point, are you thinking more along the lines that every day that the Colts don't make a decision this week 
more and more likely that it could potentially be Shane Steichen. Because for me personally, I think about it like every other second interview guy that you had, you have an opportunity to hire them right here, right now, and you don't need to worry about it. But you can't do that with Steichen, nor can you do that with Enemy, which is what we're going to talk about here in a second. But does it feel like the longer this drags out, the more of a chance it could be Shane Steichen? That's what it definitely seems like to me, right? It seems like if the Colts are going to wait and wait, it tells me that Shane Steichen is their top guy in the list. But if we have an announcement, say, tomorrow or Thursday, then we'll know a little bit more. and We'll feel a little bit better about, okay, now, now this makes sense now, you know, where the Colts are going. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about all the other candidates except except for Steichen, potentially be enemy, um, although he hasn't gotten a second interview. Um, that, you know, you would think if they would clear-cut have a guy um, and maybe they're kind of coming down to the wire here and figuring it out, you think they would make that higher in the next 24 to 48 hours. That that would be my opinion if it's not one of those two guys. Uh, but if it is and it drags into the weekend and potentially into Monday, then I think it's pretty likely that Steichen's their guy. That's my opinion on it. Yeah, of course, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, based off of the NFL rule, you're not allowed to hire them until uh, the end of the Super Bowl. So that'll be next Monday when the Super Bowl would be this upcoming Sunday. So we have to wait more time for that. And another thing which the Indianapolis Colts might have to wait upon, Eric Bieniemy. Now, Eric Bieniemy did not have a second interview, Cody, but there are some people around the league who seem to think potentially that if the Colts do wait until next week to do something, they could potentially get a second crack at Eric Bieniemy, who from the first interview that he had with the Indianapolis Colts claimed that it went really well. So he said he's not fielding any offensive coordinator roles. He's only fielding head coaching roles. And the only one that he has even considered and even interviewed for, for that matter, is the Indianapolis Colts. And so it's a question mark of, does Ballard give the enemy a call this next week once the Super Bowl is finished? I don't think so, Derek. And I think because of what we've heard, Stephen Holder has reported that the interviews are done for the Colts. So I think we now have an idea. I don't think you see, unless something drastic happens, I don't think you see uh, Eric Bieniemy sneak in there. I, I think he's out of it. Honestly, I do, based off of what I've heard. Because it would be just borderline madness if you gave him a second interview at this point. I mean, it just doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I think the Colts have gotten their guys now, and I think they just need to make a decision here very soon. Um, and I think Steichen's the only possibility there. I really don't see a scenario where the enemy is the guy that lands the job ultimately, because uh, there are some concerns. You know, there's been some past stuff. There's been some other concerns with, you know, other personnel and other players and stuff like that. Um, I just think there's a lot more candidates here that make a lot more sense for what the Colts are trying to build, um, and there's a lot more connections there. Um, and so, yeah, I don't really think the is probably a guy that's on their list here. Uh, one of their top candidates, if I'm guessing based off of what I've heard and stuff like that. Yeah. If the reports are true that the Indianapolis Colts are done having interviews, then clearly uh, that is going to reflect on, you know, Eric Bianami not getting another interview. Of course, again, there could possibly be the opportunity for that. We don't know at this moment, 
But Eric Bieniemy again, was a guy that Ballard uh, knew from the get-go. There's obviously a connection there. So Bieniemy and Ballard do have that uh, relationship from before with Kansas City. So there, anything's possible for that. But if the interviews are over, uh, and that's that's the other thing, Cody, that I kind of wanted to talk about was, you know, if the interviews are indeed over at this moment in time, then it, it has to make you wonder. And it goes back again to the Shane Steichen thing is, you know, if the interviews are done and over with and you're not having a third round of interviews, which we heard from last week could potentially be a possibility, then we should hear the Indianapolis Colts give their announcement within the week. I mean, it should not take to the weekend for them to figure out who this is because we have heard that from the majority of these candidates have spent anywhere from 8 to 16 hours with uh, the Colts in some way, shape, or form through those those first two interviews, all these candidates have. So most of them being double-digit hours spending time in the building with the Indianapolis Colts. So it, it makes you wonder, like, why? what do you think is taking them so long if indeed the fact there is not going to be any more interviews going forward? That's a great question, and I wish we had an answer to that question. I mean, if I'm going to just take a stab in the dark – I think there's a lot of good candidates here. I really think there's like three, for me personally, three candidates that you can't go wrong with. Um, and I think it's just maybe that close for the Colts where they're like, we could go any of these directions and feel good about it. But we want to make the best decision that we possibly can. They might be overthinking it a little bit, but I could appreciate the process that they're going through. Um, but if I was guessing, that's probably where they're at, where they're like, oh, we love all these guys. You know, we love these guys that have interviewed. It seems like a lot of these interviews have gone extremely well. Um, so maybe it's just hard for them to make a decision right now. And I guess the good thing is if they're going to retain Gus Bradley, like we talked about, uh, they can feel like we really don't feel like we need, they have like this pressing need to fill out a whole entire defensive coaching staff. We can take our time a little bit more and we can figure out the offensive coaching staff, you know, coming up here soon. Maybe that's kind of their mindset a little bit too, because really they're just at this point, they're just competing with themselves. There's no other teams that really are interviewing and seriously considering, I think, any of these top three to four candidates, in my opinion. So, yeah, it seems like the Colts have their pick of it and they don't want to mess it up. So they're taking their time. And I think with potentially Gus Bradley coming in and staying as DC, um, which I think a lot of these guys are open to, definitely seems like uh, they don't necessarily have to right now. So, I guess that's good news for them because I know that's kind of been one of the concerns that a lot of fans have had. It's just like, like what in the world is going on you know, with this? Like, We need to figure out candidates. But if you already know your defense pretty well, uh, what else do you have to do that on that side of the ball? So, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yep, it's going to be very interesting on that front. One thing we didn't talk about, uh, and it came out, I think it was Friday last week or Thursday last week. It said that uh, Wink Martindale was actually the Vegas odds betting favorite to be the front running uh, for in the front running to be head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. What's going on there, Cody? Does Vegas know something we don't know or are people just... Or are people just throwing wild money out there just to see if somehow, some way they uh, catch a lucky break in somebody that nobody's expecting? I mean, from what I can tell, um, at least from the local media, and again, it seems like these guys have been plugged in pretty well. Like guys like Zach Kiefer and other guys like that. Like, it feels like they know a little bit more. And I've never really heard them mention Week Martindale's name as like one of those guys that's kind of a contender. You've heard Brian Callahan. You've heard Raheem Morris. You've heard Jen Steichen um, and some of those guys. But, you know, Martindale's kind of a dark horse, but I don't necessarily think – that he is, you know, one of the top candidates. You know, you think about that, though. I feel like we've we've heard that from just different outlets from different coaches, right? With the national media, with Jeff Saturday, kind of hyping him up, saying he's a top candidate. You know, is it the same deal here with Wink Martindale's camp? You know, just trying to get his name out there a little bit because maybe he's wanting to potentially take on a head coaching role at some point or whatever it is, or maybe get more power somewhere else, you know, um, with the Giants potentially. I don't know. I don't know what the what the deal is there. But from what I can tell, it doesn't appear, at least on the surface, like Martindale is one of those top guys. But I could be completely wrong on that, um, for sure. But it seems like the national media and the local media sometimes, especially when it comes to the head coaching search, are on completely different like planes. It seems like the national media is saying Jeff Saturday, uh, you know, Wink Martindale, stuff like that. And the local media is more saying, well, no, like Callahan, Sykin, Morris. That's kind of the, the vibe that I've gotten, at least. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I mean, definitely the Indianapolis Colts are keeping this very, very tight-knit. Just like most things that they do, normally if it doesn't come out of the mouth of a uh, person who works for Indianapolis, then it's just not getting out anywhere. Uh, They usually run a very tight-knit group there, so no question about it. Um, I have have one question here, Derek. The Giants run a 3-4, don't they? I believe so. Okay, so if the Colts, just based off of what I'm seeing, the Colts have blocked off Gus Bradley from interviewing anywhere else. Why in the world would they bring Wink Martindale in, who has a completely fundamentally different scheme than Gus Bradley? Like, why would he be the front runner if they're taking these actions, you know, to do this for for Gus Bradley and to to make sure that they keep him in the building? Why would they go with Wink Martindale? 
I mean, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Like, it just it seems like there's yeah. two completely different like ways of thinking on the defensive side here. Um, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's different. And, and and the one thing that is definitely uh, different about the scheme of a uh, Wink Martindale is he's a very aggressive defensive guy and. Gus Bradley, you know, usually tends to be more on the conservative side. You know, he plays more of that cover, uh, that, you know, cover three or cover four looks, you know, playing in those zones, right? That's more of what he likes to do rather than playing more man to man. But mainly that's what the, that's what the giants like to run is that sort of thing where they're running a lot of cover one and cover two. And it revolves around a lot more man in that regard. And they blitz a lot more often. That's one thing the Colts almost never do. Like the Colts have just very, ever since the turn of the decade have very rarely been a blitzing team. So really over the last uh, 10 years. So it'll be very interesting if Wink Martindale was indeed one of the front runners, it would be a very different change, uh, especially on the defensive side of things. And, you know, we talked about that with Raheem Morris too. Like, you know, Raheem Morris, defensive guy, would he want to do the same uh, same things with Gus Bradley? And we kind of talked about it in the other video where, you know, Gus Bradley and Raheem Morris, they have uh, a relationship. They were with each other in Tampa Bay when Raheem Morris had his first head coaching gig. I question whether or not that's going to have some sort of influence on Raheem Morris's stance in this and on whether or not he wants to keep him or if he wants to move on with someone else. And also, you know, Chris Ballard, I feel like is very much a four, three guy. Like, you know, as soon as he came in, you know, obviously he had the year with Chuck Pagano as a three, four, but as soon as he got his guys, he went to the four, three. So why, why would the Colts go back to a three, four, I guess? Like, why would you do that? Um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to, Start one way, change it, you know, to your way, and then go back another way. Like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but to the Morris one, you know, with his connections to Bradley and stuff, um, I do think that that definitely keeps him in the running here. But I do wonder, are the Colts thinking more of a direction of, we want an offensive-minded guy? We're set on the defensive side. The defense was more than adequate to keep us in games last year. You know, when healthy, this defense was a top-10 unit. Right. And we could add a few more pieces this year to this unit and we can resign a couple of these guys. And we feel really good about our defense. But we need the reason why we won four games, only four games, was because our offense was so bad for the whole year. And it really hindered us. But if we can get help on that offensive side and we can hire one of the top two candidates here, we're good. You know, we feel really positive about the direction this team's going. And for a rookie coach, and we talked about this, you know, when talking about the Gus Bradley thing. That rookie, that's one last thing the rookie coach has to worry about. And it helps the GM and all the personnel, all the scouts, to know this is what the kind of defense we're drafting for. This is what we've drafted for the last couple of years, right? And so it just helps in a lot of ways. You're going to be playing catch-up already, you know, whenever you hire this coach, whether it's in a couple of days here, whether it's the start of next week. You're going to be playing catch-up in some way. So for me, it makes a lot of sense to not have to touch the defensive side really at all. Um, you already have a lot of personnel. You feel good about that unit. Yeah, you might want to add a, a couple pieces, but really the offense should be the focus. And it seems like that's what it's going to be from my perspective. Now, Raheem Morris could come in as well and, and bring a really good offensive mind. But I don't know. Just to me, it makes a lot of sense to go with an offensive guy that can work with, work with your rookie quarterback 
and can just let the defense do what they've done. Let them do their thing, man, because um, they do it well. So that's my perspective. I could be completely off on that, and they could go with a defensive-minded guy. But to me, that's kind of the vibes that it's sending a little. Yep, I totally agree with you, and we'll just have to continue to keep an eye out for when the Colts decide to officially announce a hire. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let us know your thoughts on all this information. Let us know what you think, who is going to end up being the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And please don't say Saturday in the comments, please, for the love of God. Uh, Thank you so much again for tuning in, guys. Thank you all for the support. And as always, go Colts. (laughs) 